Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I'm going to continue my spotlight on chlorine, and today I'll be talking about dichlor. I'll go over the benefits of dichlor, when I actually use this product, and why you may want to use it on your pool route, or why you may not want to use it on your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So the actual chemical name or the name given to dichlor is dichloro s or dichlorocyanuric acid and dichlor in the name, you'll see the word cyanuric acid, and therefore you may assume that dichlor has some cyanuric acid in it. It actually has more cyanuric acid in it than trichlor has. By weight, you get a 50-pound bucket of dichlor, probably about 60 to 65% of that is cyanuric acid, and the rest is chlorine. Now, dichlor has never been inexpensive. It was always more expensive than calhypo, liquid chlorine, and trichlor tablets. It's even more expensive now. I think if you were to look at a retail bucket of dichlor and you know, you're know you going to purchase a, a 50-pound bucket of dichlor, I think the retail price is over $300, maybe $350, compared to when the prices were not inflated. You could probably get a 50-pound bucket of dichlor for about $150 or $180. So it was always on the high end of pricing. As far as chlorine types, I'm looking at a 10-pound bucket on Amazon, 10-pound bucket of dichlor, retails for $109. So it's definitely not inexpensive. The percentage of the available chlorine is around 50 or 60%, I think 56%, 58%. And basically, it's a chlorine that has a lot of stabilizer in it. What are some of the uses of dichlor? And what would be some of the benefits of dichlor? Well, putting the price aside, if you wanted to use dichlor, there's a few uses that I found that were practical for it when I was using it. Again, I wouldn't pay the inflated price for it at this point. So this is why I mentioned at the beginning, why you may not want to use this product because it is really expensive to use. Even though a little bit goes a long way, it's still the highest cost for a chlorine product out there, I think, on the market compared to CalHypo again and compared to liquid chlorine. Although CalHypo has spiked up in a lot of areas, Dichlor does have stabilizer like trichlor. However, dichlor is pH neutral, so you can use dichlor in a lot of applications where you couldn't use trichlor. For example, a lot of fiberglass pools will void the warranty if you use trichlor tablets in there. But if you wanted to use dichlor and maybe liquid chlorine to kind of keep the chlorine in the pool and keep it stabilized, you can add some dichlor. The fiberglass pool manufacturers don't ban dichlor because it is pH neutral. The reason why they ban trichlor is that if a tablet were to fall out onto the bottom of the fiberglass, it would stain it because it's really low, has a lot of acid in it, and it'll leave a black stain on the bottom. Whereas dichlor can be used safely in any pool surface type, it really dissolves really fast. 
and it's not going to stain the bottom. I probably would still use caution if I were adding it to a vinyl liner pool just because you don't want to put any chlorine product on the liner itself. So I would say I'll take that back and say it's safe for all pool surfaces to put directly in except for a vinyl liner pool, which I would dilute it in a, a five-gallon bucket of water and I would pour it around the perimeter once it's all dissolved in there. It dissolves really fast. So it's not really that effective in treating black algae or green algae or anything on the bottom of the pool because it is fast dissolving. So it's not going to stay on the bottom as long as calhypo, let's say, or trichlorogranular. So for that application, I wouldn't use it. The main application that I find myself using dichlor in is if the pool has no cyanuric acid or really low-level cyanuric acid. And let's say it's a green pool cleanup or it's a pool that you're starting up and you want to really bring that chlorine level up to a high level, you can add dichlor because it has about 60% by weight cyanuric acid, maybe even more than that. I'm just being generous. And it'll add cyanuric acids to the pool as well as chlorine at the same time. So if you factor in the high price of cyanuric acid right now and the high price of chlorine, getting a combination product where you can add cyanuric acids to the pool and chlorine at the same time is somewhat smart in a way, though I'll take that 10-pound bucket. If you were to purchase that 10-pound bucket for $109 and add it to the pool, it'll bring the coin level up, of course, and it'll bring the cyanuric level up because you're adding about 5 or 6 pounds of cyanuric acid to the pool at the same time you're adding the chlorine to the pool. So a 4-pound bag of cyanuric acid is about $22. I'm just going to go off of a 2-pound. Two, well, two is even more expensive. I can't do that. But if you wanted to add 6 pounds of it, you can get a 5-pound bag for $37. So let's just say $40 for 6 pounds of cyanuric acid, and then you're going to add the chlorine. So it's almost a wash. I mean, you're still paying a little bit more you're going to add dichlor and you're adding cyanuric acid to the pool by using the dichlor to raise it up. However, it's an easy way to add cyanuric acid to the pool. If you're using cyanuric granulars, you got to run the pool for 24 hours, pour it into the skimmer, remove the pump basket, and then you have to hope that the filter is intact and none of that's going to blow back in. With dichlor, it's safe. If you have a pool that you want to start up and you want to add cyanuric acid and you're also wanting to bring the chlorine level up, Adding 10 pounds of dichlor to the pool will raise the chlorine level up and the cyanuric acid level up because you're adding, again, 5 or 6 pounds of cyanuric acid to the pool while you're adding a dichlor. So mathematically, it's not super expensive if you're going to use it to charge your pool with chlorine as well as cyanuric acid. And to me, it's one of the safest ways to add cyanuric acid to a pool besides using the liquid pool conditioner, which I really like. It's, the liquid pool conditioner is sodium-based, and so it's not going to stain the pool and since dichlor is pH neutral, you can add it directly to the pool without having to worry about staining. And it dissolves very fast in the pool. So to me, it's probably the ideal way, again, to add both cyanuric acid and chlorine to the pool at the same time. The other practical use is that you're adding a stabilized chlorine to the pool, which will extend the life of the chlorine that you're adding. Let's say if you're adding calhypo or liquid chlorine to the pool that's not stabilized, there's no cyanuric acid in there. If you wanted to add a little conditioner every week to kind of stabilize it, keeping an eye on the fact you don't want to get too high with cyanuric acid because it's adding it to the water. But you then you want to add a stabilizer. You know, maybe your cyanuric acid level is at 30 parts per million. You want to raise it up slowly. You can definitely use liquid chlorine and then add dichlor, a little dichlor every week, maybe a half pound. And then within a month, that cyanuric acid should be at the ideal level of 50 parts per million. And that's a slow way of adding cyanuric acid and also adding a stabilized chlorine to the pool. I wouldn't necessarily say 
you would want to use dichlor as your primary sanitizer because of all the cyanuric acid in there. You could do this, but then you're going to have to do partial drains. And for the price of the dichlor, it doesn't make a lot of sense to use it over, say, trichlor, which is another stabilized chlorine and doesn't have as much cyanuric acid in this dichlor and it's less expensive and it's slow dissolving. Whereas dichlor is in a granular form and it's not really slow dissolving. It goes in the water pretty immediately. So it's not something you can use and kind of go back three days later and the chlorine level will be stable. Like if you use a trichlor tablet that slowly dissolves in the pool. So it's not as good of a product, a stabilized chlorine as trichlor in my opinion. And I definitely would rather use trichlor tablets over the dichlor granular. One time where dichlor was really popular was two years ago when it was a run on chlorine. You couldn't find liquid chlorine, calhypo tablets. So all that was in the pool stores was dichlor. And I got a lot of messages from group members saying, hey, can I use dichlor instead of trichlor or calhypo because I can't find it. And the, and the short answer is yes, definitely use it because if you can't find any kind of chlorine, you definitely want to use the dichlor. It's convenient sometimes to have some dichlor on hand. I'm not going to say that you shouldn't buy it, but sometimes I'll use it on occasion. I'll fill up a container. What I'll do is I'll buy a small container of some kind and fill it with dichlor. So I have it on my tote or my pool cart and I can add a little bit to the pool without having to worry about going back to get a gallon of liquid. Or if you're running low on calhypo, you can definitely use dichlor as a substitute. It has a really long shelf life. So that's another benefit of it. If you wanted to carry, say, a 25-pound bucket in your truck, just in case one day you run out of chlorine, you, you know, you, you forget to put calhypo in, which happens sometimes. You'll forget to reload your truck with the shock. Or you may have some chlorine that you thought was full, and then you realize that it was empty. And you get to your, you start your route, and you realize, hey, I have a very small amount of chlorine on my truck. I only have two bags of shock and two gallons of liquid, and I have 10 pools, so I'm going to be really tight. But you have a 25-pound bucket of dichlor as an emergency chlorine, and it has a long shelf life. I'm going to say probably two or three years or maybe even longer. So you can carry that as an emergency chlorine that you can have in your truck. And since it is pH neutral, you can add it to any pool on your route pretty much by broadcasting it directly into the pool without worrying about it. Again, for a vinyl liner pool, I would still take a precaution of diluting it in water. Although I have broadcast it in a vinyl liner pool with no problem, I think Always err on the side of caution with that. It may be diluted first, but it's a good spare chlorine to carry in your truck. I'm not going to lie to you. It comes in handy when you forget to fill up your truck or if you wanted to use it at a certain stop to make it convenient. It does come in really handy at that point. It doesn't really have a strong chlorine odor, so you can use it pretty safely. And it really is very fast dissolving, so that's the benefit of the dichlor. Except the fact that the price has gone up so much over the years that it makes it almost kind of uneconomical to even purchase it and use it. It is a product that is out there and it is a chlorine product that a lot of people used to use before the price kind of spiked. And it does have those benefits I mentioned. One form of dichlor I would avoid using are the dichlor shock bags. Sometimes you'll see a bag of shock, which you probably aren't going to buy anyway because they're like 9 or $10 a bag now. But it used to be really inexpensive chlorine. And you would be able to buy dichlor shock. I think it really clouds the water up tremendously. For some reason, I'm not sure what's in that formula. But I find that the dichlor shock is probably the worst product that was on the market. And again, if you wanted to buy a bag of this, it's like $10 a bag right now. So I don't think it's an inexpensive shock. And it's probably one reason why people aren't buying it and it's not flying off the shelves. Because again, the other chlorine types are generally less expensive 
and I would rather use CalHyposhock than a Dichlorshock. So read the label of a bag, and if it looks like it's really expensive, it may be a Dichlorshock, and I would definitely avoid Dichlorshock. I only use the granular stuff because, again, it's quick dissolving, and it won't cloud the water up like some bags of Dichlorshock that I've used before. I think the four biggest takeaways that you can get from these podcasts on chlorine types is that every chlorine type has a byproduct. I mentioned liquid chlorine adds salt to the water, CalHypo adds calcium, trichlorine dichlor adds cyanuric acid. The byproducts can be countered very easily by a partial drain of the pool. One inch a month, two inches a month, maybe at the end of the season draining the pool by two feet. However you want to handle it, simply draining part of the water out, adding fresh water, will get rid of these byproducts because none of these byproducts that I mentioned in the chlorine evaporate out of the pool. The salt from liquid chlorine doesn't evaporate. The calcium from calhypo does not evaporate. The cyanuric acid from trichlor and dichlor do not evaporate. But they can be diluted with rainwater or by draining, partially draining, adding fresh water to the pool. So that's really easy to counter these byproducts. I think some of the factors you have to consider with using calhypo and liquid chlorine is the fact that it's not stabilized. So you have to add cyanuric acid to the pool. Again, dichlor is a great way to add cyanuric acid and bring up the chlorine level at the same time, either all at once or slowly over the course of a month or a couple of weeks. And I think it's something that you can look at as a practical way to add both to the pool at the same time. And I think also the price of the chlorine, of course, everything has gone up in the last three years. You're not going to get the price point we're getting in 2019, 2020. And I think this is probably one of the biggest factors in choosing your primary sanitizer, which one you want to use for your pool either liquid chlorine, calhypo, or trichlor tablets. And again, dichlor would not be my first choice for a primary sanitizer or even a secondary sanitizer. I just think that it's not cost-effective. And you're adding a bunch of cyanuric acid to the pool. And you're really not getting the same benefits you have from the trichlor tablets that slowly dissolve and release chlorine on a daily basis. The dichlor basically is put in the pool and it's used up fairly quickly because it's not the same as the trichlor tablet. I guess I should mention though that dichlor is probably safer if you're going to use it in a fiberglass spa over trichlor. A lot of people are looking for a way to extend the chlorine in a fiberglass spa or how do you bring up the chlorine level if it drops down. I think trichlor is probably the worst thing you can use in a fiberglass spa especially with a lid on it or a cover on it because the odor is tremendous. And so dichlor actually has a lot less odor and you can safely use that in the spa to bring up the chlorine level. If you're worried about interacting with bromine, bromine tablets, I think you have to know that there's a myth that went out many years ago that you can't mix chlorine and bromine. But if you look at the ingredients of the bromine tablet itself, about 40% of that is chlorine. And so they're mixing chlorine with bromine with a tablet. Why can't you mix it in the spa? I'm not sure where that rumor started. But you can use dichlor to bring up the chlorine level in the spa, and it's going to add a nominal amount of chlor- of cyanuric acid to the to the spa. And again, you're going to be draining the spa anyway every three to four months, so it's not a big deal. And so dichlor is not a bad product to use in those fiberglass spas. You can, of course, use liquid chlorine effectively in those spas also, and it might be cheaper than using the dichlor in the spa. I wouldn't necessarily use calhypo in a spa either because it's going to cloud it up quite a bit and it's going to add some calcium to that spa and you probably want to keep the calcium level lower in the spa so dichlor again is pH neutral so it'd be pretty good to use in a spa wouldn't raise the pH in that spa or lower it 
Whereas trichlor, of course, is going to lower that pH down, so you don't want to use trichlor tablets in a fiberglass spa, I don't think, for any reason. And plus, it really stinks. So the chlorines all have a byproduct I mentioned. They all have a price point that's gone up, and it's something that you have to decide of which byproduct you can live with, which chlorine type you want to use. I think a combination of stabilized and unstabilized chlorine is the best combination. So a combination of trichlor tablets and liquid chlorine or trichlor tablets with Calhypo as the primary sanitizer because you do need some stabilizer in the water. And again, the stabilizer or the conditioner will protect the chlorine to a certain parts per million. If you have too much cyanuric acid, it makes it, makes it harder for the chlorine to work. You're going to need more of it. And as I mentioned in the, in the Trichlor podcast, not all of that chlorine is free and available. So it's not like your, your pool is overchlorinated, even though when you test it, it's going to show that it is. But the cyanuric acid locks up a lot of that chlorine. It's a little complicated, but you want to try to keep all of your readings in the ideal ranges to make your water care easy and effective. And picking the right sanitizer, the right chlorine will help you with that. Or it could hinder you with that if you're not really understanding how that chlorine type actually works in the pool. So I hope you found these chlorine talks helpful and you got some good information out of them. If you're looking for the other ones that I mentioned, just go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and then you'll have a drop-down menu and you'll see the other chlorine talks that I went over, the four major types of chlorine, liquid chlorine, calhypo, trichlor, and dichlor. If you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.